Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. We are back for another Tuesday Pokemon Scarlet update. Oh yeah, we're on this awesome, oh, and crazy new adventure in a whole new region, all new Pokemon. And yeah, you know, you know it's true. Ace Rocco is here to tear down the gyms, tear down all the star, whatever, the, uh, I can't even think, star grunts or whatever they're called, star team, whatever. And also, defeat all the titans. Man, I almost feel like we're back in Immortals, all this titan fighting we got going on. But no, this is, uh, yeah, this is the third episode of Pokemon Scarlet. And I really don't have, like, a whole lot of an outline, per se. So I'm kind of just kind of going off the whatever, really. Taking notes for week by week for you guys. And I'm just kind of playing the game. I'm really not doing anything in any particular order per se i've already mixed up and done several gyms out of order you know one gym i'll be fighting a level 30 something the next gym i'm in level 50 or 60 but yeah we'll talk about all that sometime you know who knows in the following weeks but the biggest thing that i want to talk about is the pokedex so there's a lot of cool features in this game and some of them i'm still figuring out some of them still learning some of them i'm sure i don't know but i will say one of the coolest things, I think, is like the Pokédex animation. When you do catch a new Pokémon, it shows you like their entry, and then it like slaps a book on a shelf. I don't know. I thought that was really cool. And then while you're in that screen, you can press the X button. You should see like a little trophy. And when you click on that trophy, for every 10 Pokémon you catch in your decks, they give you like free stuff. So I didn't like unlock any of this stuff until I was well over. I don't know. My notes right here say, and I don't have the date, but I had 100 in the decks registered. And then um, once you hit 100, you can go back to the school, talk to one of the teachers. He will give you stuff. He like tells you, you know, this is your goal. He gave me 20 Ultra Balls, which is, it's a pretty good deal. I mean, they're pretty expensive, you know, considering I don't, I haven't really battled a whole lot of people. So I don't have... A whole lot of money. So all the free stuff that you're given in this game is definitely a big help. But yeah, the go to the animations. Or yeah, the animations. Go to the Pokedex. Hit that little trophy button and claim all your free prizes today. But yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. A lot of evolution stones. A lot of um, experience candies. And then honestly, here lately, like the last day or two, um, I've been getting a whole lot of like ultra, not ultra balls, but like, I don't even know why I said that more rare balls like the friend ball the luxury all kinds of cool stuff but uh yeah there's a whole lot of trophies for you know i can't wait to see what they give you when you complete the decks i know everybody if you don't know when you complete a pokemon game when you complete the pokedex i should say and register everybody in the pokedex you get what's called a shiny charm and now your shiny charm is basically like a little it ups your percentage of running into a shiny now, even though those odds are still pretty crazy, when you get the shiny charm one and then you do some other things like the mass outbreaks and the big encounters where you chain, you definitely do have a higher chance. I think once you get so far into like a chain and a mass outbreak, you can get like a 1 in 800 chance to find a shiny, which is actually, if anybody's out there has ever hunted shinies, myself included, that is very low odds. I mean, you're talking originally... And the older games, they were like 1,000 at one out of 8,240 or 400 and something. It was like one, 
I think it was 8,192 was your shiny odds. So, you know, cut that in half. And then because the newer games adapt to like a 4,096, I think. And then, you know, like I said, you get down to the chance. <clears throat> excuse me. You get down to, I don't know. You get like a 60 plus chain gives you like one out of 800 and some chance. Anyway, whole lot of numbers. If you don't know what shiny Pokemon are, look it up. They're super awesome. You know, and they look really cool. Well, most of them. But yeah, so I ran into the first Titan. It is a Clough, a giant crab. So I'm just minding my own business. And mind you, I spent a lot of this game, the beginning of this game, exploring, you know, taking it all in, battling Pokemon, catching them, leveling everything up. And to my surprise, we run into Arvin. And Arvin's like, oh, yeah, come tackle me and help face the Titans. And goes to the one side of the gate. I think we talked about this last episode. Your rival goes to the other gate. And they're pretty much like, you know, pick one side or the other. Well, I will say after playing, I'm like 30 plus hours in. Um, where I'm playing at currently in game is not where I'm talking about right now. Because I'm kind of played a little bit ahead. I take notes ahead. But um, what I will say with my experience is definitely go do some of the Titans first. Because... Every Titan you fight is a new upgrade to your legendary, whatever, whichever legendary or whichever game you're playing. And some of those include um, going across water, the ability to glide, the ability to like super jump. Um, oh, one really good one is the dash. You can like run really, really fast. But uh, that's actually what you get for this Titan. I'm like 99% sure that you get the dash option from defeating the Clough. But yeah, he's a giant rock crab, and it was really cool. I was like, kind of just going through the area and see what had happened when I first started playing. I just went to the one side. I went to like the gym side on the side of the out of Mesagosa City. I went and took on the first gym, and I caught a bunch of people. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, you know, this is pretty awesome. And then I like light bulb. I was like, oh shit, I haven't even been to the other side. So I packed up all my things and my Pokemon, and I ventured to the other side of the gate. And lo and behold, I had several brand new encounters and also a giant Pokemon like on the side of a rock, like a, a rock wall, just kind of like hanging out, kind of freaked me out at first. And I was like, oh, shit, that's got to be the Titan. So I kind of like watched him and then he, he crawled up this wall, got up on top of this little plateau and I followed him up there. You battle him. And I will say, I think I had. I don't remember who I was using to defeat him, but I know I had super effective moves and I'm pretty sure I crushed him. I mean, I was in like the level, I'm pretty sure I had to have been in like the twenties. So like say 20 to 25, I went in and fought that guy and absolutely destroyed him. Like it was, I'm like, you're supposed to be like a big Titan Pokemon. And all I see is a little sissy girl, you know, run back to your cave. So you defeat him, and after you defeat him, they go through like a little animation, and it runs back to like a cave or like a wall, and it like crushes a hole. And yeah, cr that sounds awful. It crushes a the side of a mountain to create a hole, like a cave. And you go in this cave, and it like and it like eats something. And you basically what you have to do is you have to fight it twice. You fight it once, it runs back to its cave. You fight it again after it's been. It basically like terrorizes or. I don't even know how to say that. It's like the whole gimmick in this in this game, the ter what I won't call it. The, it's terror type because that's what it's more commonly referred to as. It like gets a terror type and you fight it again, 
And then once you defeat it, which I defeated it pretty handily, most of the time you get to fight with Arvin in the second battle was like a double battle. And once you defeat him, you go into the cave that it made. And you go in there and there's like this little Herba Mystica. It's like this herb that old Arvin's been looking for. And I don't know about you, but Arvin seems like he's my kind of guy. Traveling the world looking for this mysterious herb to, you know, make yourself feel better, man. But no, it turns out he needs this to fix his poor sick puppy. So Arvin, I didn't really start like, they didn't really start the game liking this guy. Then he started on these Titan missions. And like at the end of every Titan mission, there's like a certain ingredient that he's looking for. That's like, you know, an ancient relic of the future past. And you go in there and like he makes a sandwich. You share your sandwich with uh, your legendary. And then he shares his sandwich with his, it's called like a, Mabel stiff or Mabel stiff. It's like a big um, Mastiff Pokemon dog. He looks like literally like a Mastiff dog. He's got like the real droopy front uh, face and he's just kind of like a big lovable character. Well, in the game, Arvin is talking about how sick his Pokemon is. He's like, oh, ever, you know, ever since whatever happened, he's been just really sick and I'm on a mission to save him. And every time you defeat a Titan, he gets a little better. And it's like a true love story, too. Like, being in the game, I was like, man, this guy sucks. Like, I already don't like him. And then a couple of Titans in, I'm like, oh, my God, we have to go do the Titans because you're poor, sick puppy. I have to save it. But uh, it is really cool. And unfortunately, when he first gets it, he's still not acting himself. So you have to stay tuned to figure out if uh, old... Uh, Fold Arvin's Pokemon. I don't need, he needs everybody needs to nickname their Pokemon. I'm gonna call him Old Mabo. And we'll see if Old Mabo is uh, gonna pull through here later on. But yeah, you get that. You upgrade your legendary, and then yeah, wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. You're now adventuring. You know, wind in your hair. Whether you're gliding or swimming, the swimming one is probably my favorite, just because there's so much you can do once you unlock the water and so many good Pokemon. So, and then you also, on your adventure, you will run into the Star Raid camps. Now, these are pretty cool, too. I will say, out of all the new mechanics, they hit every single one out of the park. I'm not huge on the Terra-type thing, because it seems like, to me, it's almost like a Mega Evolution. But, I mean, it's not terrible, but I just don't think it's great, either. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. I think it's... Definitely interesting to get, say, like a Pokemon that's, you know, we'll just use this for instance because I caught one in a raid last night. So take Rylou, which is a steel fighting type, and he had the terror type of dragon. So basically, if you get a Lucario, you'll have fighting steel, and then you will be paired up with a terror type of dragon. I can really see you doing some devastating damage like that. So I do think that's cool, but. I don't know. Ultimately, I'm like, I'm not like crazy about it, but I definitely think it's, I love how they always try something new, like regardless of what the fan base says, like the fans are like, oh my God, we want this. And the Pokemon company's like, mm, nah, we don't think so. We're going to do this instead. I mean, it's bold, but fortune favors the bold. I mean, if you get a gimmick that goes huge, like there's so many things in this game that I couldn't imagine playing like a newer Pokemon game now anyway, without, I mean, like the auto heal the auto battling, just all kinds of super good things that you just hope stick around for the next installment. But hopefully we're a long ways out of that. I'm actually, was just talking to Cameron the other day. I'm really excited to see what kind of a DLC they pull out for this game. 
Granted, I'm not even close to finishing it yet, but that's just how my mind works. I just want more and more. But yeah, so the Star Raid. There is five Star Raid camps, and I made... I kind of ran into this one. I ran into the Fire Boss, and I'm like, okay, well, Fire. I have a Dawn Fan, which is ground and rock, or just ground type. I don't remember. But yeah, I was like, oh, this should be easy. I can just roll in here, and you know, I won't have any problems. They're Fire type. I got ground. Uh, you know, whatever. So you go in and Clive shows up. This little this little devil right here, it's actually I mean it's pretty easy to tell that it's Director Clavel from the Academy, the Naranjo Academy. And he's like, Oh no, man. He like tries to play it cool. He's like, Hey, my name's not Dr. Clavel, my name's Clive, man. I'm just here to, you know, take care of some team star people. He, like, tries to have this big persona, which, you know, you kind of obviously see through it. And you, like, try to call him, you're like, director? And he's like, I don't know who this director is. My name's Clive, man. And he, like, wants to be involved with the Star Raid camp because apparently all these, you know, they all used to be kids in the academy. Now they're not going to school or they're not allowed back at school. or And he's just basically trying to figure out, as any good director slash principal should, but yeah, it's definitely pretty funny. Like he shows up. It reminds me of in Sun and Moon, in an Ultra Sun and Moon, when Professor, I forget his name, Kuiki or not. I don't think that's it. It's like an Alola. It's like a, you know, like an Alola bra name. I don't remember. Anyway, he's on Island Time. But uh, he he's like the masked whatever. Like he reminds you like a masked wrestler. He almost looks like Rey Mysterio did like way back in like the mid 2000s with those awesome masks. Like that's what the professor looked like in sun and moon. And I think it was like the mask luchador or something. And he's like, ha ha, it is me. And I'm ready to fight you. And you're like professor. And he's like, I do not know who this professor is, but yeah, it's kind of like the same little thing, which I always thought is pretty cool. They're trying to like blend in and, you know, help your character without really helping them. But anyway, before, you know what, before we get started on this, uh, star raid camp, we are going to go to break and we get back from break. We're going to talk all about it. All right, now that we are back from break, we are ready to talk about the Starfield camp. Well, not Starfield, the Star Camp. All right, so as you guys know, there is five Star Camps throughout the map. Each of them have a different leader. They kind of have their own little story arc, which I think is pretty cool. It involves you and the director, Clavel, as we talked. Or, you know, more commonly known as Clive, the cool man, with his like weird little hairdo and leather jacket. But uh, yeah, you went in. Well, first, like you go to the star area, and it's like a whole little base. They kind of get like sectioned off. Nobody's allowed in. Nobody's allowed out. You know, once you're a member of the star crew, that's it. You're a star man for life. But no, you show up at this place, and they kind of explain the mechanics to you. And they're like, "All right, we'll make sure uh, make sure you're ready before you go in and tackle this place." So naturally, I'm like, "Okay, cool. Fire type. I know that water and ground is strong against fire." And I have one ground Pokemon by the name of Donphan. So I took my good old Donphan, old scary. And uh, the naming convention I have for this team, for this game, is everybody that I'm using on my team, whether it's actively or non-actively, I am naming all of the Pokemon after members and characters in the hit podcast, Dungeons and Daddies. 
So good old Scary, which is uh, Scary Marlowe from season two of Dungeons and Daddies. Scary, she is a mean, mean Don fan. She has a speed boosted nature so fast. I mean, it's unreal how fast this thing is, like comparatively to outspeeding other Pokemon higher level. But at this level, I was around my like my 20s, maybe mid 20s. I went in, I had old Scary, the Don fan. I had my starter, second evolution, Spragato, or not, or Miero, I forget what its second evolution is. Anyway, um, Spragato's second evolution, Henryoak, which he's from season one of Dungeons and Daddies. And then I also took in, I don't remember, oh, that's what it was, my fairy type, Tinkaton, which is, and this is, this Pokemon, Tinkatuff, Tinkaton, whatever form that you have, it's like a little fairy, pink fairy. With a big old hammer. This thing is steel, fairy type. Oh my, it's such an animal. The stats are crazy, defensive wall, it's typing so good. And I named it Hardball. And that is another D&D, well, Dungeons and Daddies, yeah, nickname. And it is named after Hardball Cough Drop. One of the characters they run into in their adventure. Seriously, if you guys like uh, D&D... And you like to laugh and be on an emotional journey. I know I've talked about it before. You guys got to listen to it. It's so good. I'm, I'm literally listening to it again. And I'm enjoying it the second time. Almost more than the first. Because, you know, although I don't... I mean, they've got like 70... It's like 70 hours of their campaign that it's broken up into hour-long episodes. But I will say that even though knowing what's going to happen, there's so much more that you catch because you're not all wrapped up in the moment. But yeah, go check that out. They're awesome. Um, that's kind of my team where I'm getting my team name from. I just thought it was really cool. And I, I literally listened to a handful of podcasts and theirs is usually on repeat when I'm playing Pokemon. So it was only, it was only fair and only natural. So I went in and, you know, fire type, you're thinking, geez, you know, what an ace trainer you are. You got two Pokemon that's weak to fire. Well, that's fine because that's exactly what happened. I went into this star raid camp, and they had this cool mechanic where you just run around, and they give you 10 minutes to defeat 30 enemies, like, via auto-battling. And it's just like a big, it's like a street gang. Everybody's, like, standing there cheering, a bunch of Pokemon fighting and going crazy. You know, and the 30 Pokemon in 10 minutes is pretty darn easy, especially if you have a type advantage, which I did with one. But it was so funny. I rolled around the entire camp. They defeated my... Grass starter. They defeated Old Henry Oak and Hardball pretty quick. Like, I think they made it through one round of encounters. And then I just took Old Scary, good old Don Fan, and I rolled through the entire place. I mean, literally, like, I just crushed everybody. I didn't even bother healing my other two until it was ready for, like, the big fight, the big boy fight. So once you defeat all 30 Pokemon, you are tasked with battling the leader. And each of those leaders are specializing in a certain type. I know there's grass, or not grass, I'm sorry. There is fire, fairy, dark, poison, and then another one maybe? Ground? I don't, I don't remember. But yeah, there's five of them. And this was the first one I tackled. And then once you get to the end of like your challenge, almost you have to def- you have to defeat the leader, which I think is really cool. They come out swinging on it's like it's like a giant car, 
and Cameron and one of our coworkers were talking about this, kind of trying to figure it out like the first week that this game was out. But it is really cool. It turns out that part of the car is actually a ghost steel type Pokemon. I can't think of his name right now because he's new and I haven't memorized them all yet. I'm working on it. But no, it's really cool. Like you're they're up on this stage on like the back of this giant rig. Almost looks like a giant speaker stage slash car. And they fight you. Well, the first one, um, first Pokemon she had was a Torkoal, the fire tortoise. And I just waxed it with Donphan. I had pretty easily type advantage. I did heal my Pokemon before the big fight, even though I did not need them. And then you have to fight another Pokemon. I'm, I forget who it is exactly, but it's pretty darn easy. Like I, I knocked him out of there. And then, oh, once you defeat him, they do the whole, they do the Pokemon thing where they're like, oh man, we're like so sorry, and you know maybe we shouldn't be bad guys, and you know maybe we should be good, and the whole, you know, oh poor me, I made bad decisions thing. No, once a bad guy, always a bad guy. But uh, yeah, they pretty much say they're sorry. You crush them. And then from there on out, that little area is free and open for you to explore. All right. So I just like quick edit had to. Oh, my gosh. My mic fell off my little stand and made one hell of a noise. So this is me splicing everything together. Well, at least this last little part. Anyway. So you defeated them, you have officially crushed your first Titan, you have officially taken care of the first Star Camp, and yeah, you're just, you're on the ball, you've caught, I've caught 100 Pokemon on my decks, I currently have, oh, we got one more big thing, who am I, I'm skipping stuff, I can't be doing that, so after all that stuff, I said, you know what, I said, I think it's time, I'm going to go take on the Water Gym. And granted, I did skip the grass gym, which was technically supposed to be the second, I think. I don't know. There's no real particular order. So it's just kind of like a, you know, it's the best thing about an open world. You know, you can go tackle the, the toughest guy or the weakest guy. You know, it's only only time will tell if you survive or not. So I went to the water gym and they you like show up there and the gym leader runs out and then runs away and then the gym leader's assistant is like oh gosh he's going to he's going to the city to make auctions he's got to buy his stuff and you know he forgot his wallet we need you to take the wallet to him and i will say they're like you deliver the wallet we'll consider your gym test passed and you can battle him and i'm like okay well that's kind of cool and you have to cross the desert and once you cross the desert you're in this little port town and this is probably one of my favorite spots in the game because of the very next mechanic. I think they should have did this in other games too, to be honest with you. So you get there, you run into the gym leader, and he's like, oh, I got to buy these, you know, really nice and rare things, blah, blah. And he like says something about not wanting to be the one that actually bid on it. I don't know if it's identity sakes or, or whatever, whatever it is. He gives you like 50000 and he's like, all right, I need you to go buy that for me. So you go up to this auction. And they start auctioning off these rare ingredients. And I think I got it for like 30-some thousand. I was like, hey, it's not my money. To hell with it. So I got it for like 35000 You go back. You give him the ingredients. And he's like, ah, you know what? Just keep the change for being, you know, as a tip for helping me out and bringing me my wallet. I was like, fifteen grand for delivering a wallet? Dude, I will deliver wallets to you every day if I have to. But no, I did think that was probably like so far. And I've done... 
I'm on gym two right now, like as you're listening, but uh, like in the time lapse metamorphosis of space time continuum, I'm on like gym seven or eight, and this is probably the coolest gym test yet. It is definitely my favorite. I just thought the whole auction thing was really kind of funny and. I don't know, just kind of different. It's not like the normal, like, oh, here's this lackluster, mediocre puzzle you must figure out. No, this was like, you know, go go bid on some stuff, and we'll give you some free money, and, you know, at the end, you'll just be happy. But, yeah, you go back to the gym, and it's time. Time to fight the water gym leader, and he was easy. I had my starter, although I will say he does, even though he's water, I'm like, okay, I got my grass starter. That's fine. His counter to that is some of his water Pokemon know Pluck. Pluck's flying and it's super effective on grass. So he is set up pretty good as far as type advantages. So definitely watch out when you go fight him. Make sure that you have, you know, a little bit of, you know, maybe have something with an electric move. That way you're not just stumped and, you know, get cast away because you're on a mission. You're ready to collect that badge. Nothing really notable for his team. I mean, I just went in there we battled, and it was a pretty quick battle. I think I was pretty equally leveled for what levels he was. I mean, even though I technically, I think this was, I think they call this like the third gym, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't, And I don't care because I I'm, I'm, haven't met a gym leader I lost to. And even though uh, I did run into one super high level than where I was at, and uh, we'll talk about that in a few episodes. That was really funny. But yeah, the uh, the gym, the, all the I will say, all the gym designs and just the overall design in the game, phenomenal. The music, I tell you what, there's nothing better than like jamming out. I'm just gonna call it the wild area because that's what it reminds me of, like from Sword and Shield. You're just jamming out in the wild area, running around. You got some like killer soundtracks. You know, run into a Pokemon battle. The soundtracks for the battles are really good, especially the gym leaders. Everything is just, it's great. I will say, well, let's do this. I'm going to wrap up by giving you guys a team check. My team at the, once I defeated the second gym and got the second badge, my team was as following. Spragato's Evolution, Henry Oak. Level, oh, I guess I was way more leveled than 25 to 30. So Spragato, Henry Oak, 32. Don Fan, Scary Marlow, level 36. Tinkatuff, Hardball, level 35. Charcadet, Radicus, level 31. And I can see right here that I skipped over one part. The Picnics, dude. Check out the Picnic. Be out in the wild area, pop up a Picnic, feed your Pokemon a sandwich, and I will say, dude, fucking making sandwiches is hard. Like, it's no joke. Like, you're like, oh, this is cool. It's going to be a cool game. It's not cool because, like, Physics do not work with whatever. I've never seen bacon as thick as a textbook. I've never seen a hamburger on a sub bun. There's all sorts of questions I have. Like there's unlimited um, combinations of what you can make. You can mix and match, make your own. There's um, ingredients for pre-made recipes. But they all give certain powers, whether it's certain kind of encounters, egg power, um, raid battle powers, which like, you know, ups your encounter for whatever. But yeah, it is really cool. I will say the picnic, make sure that every now and then you pop up a picnic, you give your Pokemon a bath because good friendship's important. Because let me tell you, 
If you get their friendship up maxed out, they will not only wake up out of status problems quicker or shake off status problems quicker, they will hang on with one HP. They'll often move out of the move out of the way of attacks. Yeah, get that affection up, love on them, make them a sandwich. And like I said, if you can like create the most perfect sandwich, send me a message, send me a video. I want to see it because I actually have a video saved that I'm going to upload to the TikTok, Rockout Radio TikTok. Check it out. Not a whole lot of videos, but hey, still great content when there is. But yeah, I like made a sandwich last night, and I was like, oh my god, I think I made a. Uh, Something onion and egg. It was like onion, egg, and prosciutto, maybe. I don't know. I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to try whatever. And although my Pokemon acted like they liked it, I do not believe that they actually did. They uh, they were not impressed, even though they like you know pretty much lied. They're like, oh, yeah, this, this sandwich is great. Oh, my goodness. Is that all we have? Darn. Wish we had more. <laughs> but, yeah, it is definitely a cool mechanic. Definitely check it out. And I will say... Take your time in this game. I'm like th- over, well over 30 hours in, and I have been taking a whole lot of time in between um, Titans and gym battles. I'm saving the Star Raids for last, I think, but I've done quite a few of the Titans. I'm just trying to go around and fill that Dex. And uh, if you need help filling the Pokédex, let me know. Send me a message. Send me your friend code. We can, you know, we can link up online. We can battle. We can trade. We can do whatever. Just, uh, you just better know if you battle me i'm bringing the heat and the other thing i wanted to, the last comment i will say is picnic is essentially a pokemon breeder it's like a mobile pokemon breeder because that is where you breed your and get your eggs now i was fortunate enough to catch a ditto yesterday but before that i was trying to breed a really good charcadet and he's like a little like flaming knight kind of reminds you like a miniature knight in shining armor there are two versions to this. Charcadet is the Pokemon Scarlet exclusive, and the other one, I can't think of his name. He pretty much looks like Charcadet's evolution, but just a little more ghostly and a little more almost cool looking. But um, I will say I needed a good fire type. He is an excellent fire type for the team, and you just can't go wrong. But yeah, definitely, I will say Charcadet was the first Pokemon I bred in this game. I was like, dude, how f- wicked would it be to just hatch a shiny right now? I hatched like six eggs and it didn't happen. But I will say, when you go to hatch eggs, they hatch so much faster because you can just hop on your uh, Coriodon and run away, run back and forth, do some stuff, and you know, pretty soon you got an egg hatch and a new Pokemon on your team. But yeah, that's all I got. We are officially two badges in, one Titan down, and one Star Raid down. Oh yeah, we're living big. We got lots to do. We got to study for school level our Pokemon up, hit up a couple raid battles, do our thing. Like I said, if you're in the Poldian region, hit me up. I'm open most of the time in the evenings for battles, trades, whatever you need. Currently working on the decks, and uh, yeah, that's all I got for this week. So make sure you get out there, train those Pokemon up, level them up, and just have a blast because I'm loving this game. Favorite Pokemon game by far of the modern games. And I'm not afraid to say it. They knocked it out of the park regardless of what everybody's saying. Oh, I, w- I want Nintendo to refund me for an unplayable game. No, it's not unplayable. You are just not good enough to play it, I guess. But yeah, that's all I got this week. Make sure to follow this podcast anywhere you follow podcasts. Stitcher, Apple, Pandora, Amazon, wherever you get your podcast, look up Rockhound Radio. 
And while you're there, leave a review. Oh, and throw it on the Apple, whatever, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. I'm on all that stuff. Hit me up if you have any questions. You want game recommendations. You want tips, tricks. You want it, I got it. And if I don't got it, I will find it. But, hey, thanks for listening, guys. You guys are awesome. And uh, I'll see you later this week.